All right. And off the shift. We are looking at a 3 p.m. even, and it is uh, December 13th, 2023, where I am. And we're looking at an article uh, published today, and it does not have the time listed for the publishing. But we are back to the Manchester Evening News. And I did notice a typo while I was pre-reading. We'll try to work around it. So, a boy on trial for murdering Brianna Gay is to be allowed to type his answers because he has been diagnosed with autism, the jurors have been told. Of course, we're talking about boy why. So, the 16-year-old who was 15 at the time of the murder also has selective mutism disorder. Selective mutism is a unique form of anxiety or social anxiety that typically occurs in childhood. Selective mutism involves a child who does not speak or will only speak in certain situations for fear of being judged or critiqued. In many instances, children with selective mutism will speak to peers, but they won't speak to adults. Or sometimes they will speak to their friends, but won't speak to their teachers. Oftentimes, these children won't speak at school, but they'll speak and be quite rambunctious when they're at home. Of course, selective mutism creates great difficulties in school because it's challenging assessing the child's knowledge and helping the child when they may not understand what's going on in the classroom setting. Selective mutism has multiple different treatment strategies and behavioral intervention is key. A child can learn how to speak and be more comfortable in those environments through a gradual succession of practicing and speaking and positive reinforcement. Selective mutism has a very good prognostic outcome when interventions are immediate. It's important to remember that when a child is selectively mute, not to consider them to be shy or rude. And it's also important not to put them on the spot and insist that they speak. This often exacerbates their anxiety and makes them even more less apt to speak in that situation. Selective mutism treatment requires the intervention of parents, teachers, and behavioral professionals, a collaboration that helps the child learn how to speak through small and gradual successions. Selective mutism is rarely understood, but these are a few facts regarding this anxiety disorder. Man, that is an uncredited speaker on a program called HowCast. Uh, That is something that I do not know about myself and will not have a great deal of commentary for. Let's continue. All right, Selective. So uh, he's been excused from giving evidence from the witness box. And a judge said he will be allowed to type his answers by video link so he has a fair opportunity to give his evidence. And I was listening back to uh, the recordings that we've already done on this case. Kind of refreshing, right? Because it's a lot coming at me. Maybe coming at you too. And then at the same time, we have our jobs. We have our home life. 
And it was a part where he said he went to go pee on a tree to focus. Like, the stories are wacky. I broadly and generally don't believe these little lion-ass murdering kids. While at the same time, you know, you know, I, I don't want to be an ableist asshole. While, at the sa- while also, fuck these lion-ass murdering-ass kids. Yeah, no. They're not mutually exclusive over here. All right, continuing. <clears throat> so... Brianna, who was uh, 16, and uh, they tell us again the basics of the murder and why they're at a trial, and ending that paragraph with, they are blaming each other for the death. Murder. Continuing, um, Brianna's body found by the dog walkers. Uh, We've gone over that. That was on February 11th. It was a Saturday. And we know that girl X has admitted that she had an interest in torture and serial killers. And they further tell us that uh, after her evidence came to a conclusion um, today, Tuesday. Okay, this is a yesterday article. All right, why does it say it's published today? Interesting. Um, So uh, after her evidence came to a conclusion uh, for on Tuesday at uh, Manchester Crown Court, the jurors uh, were read a series of agreed facts. We did um, see that. And the jurors were also um, reminded that the uh, that since his arrest, Boy Y has been diagnosed with Autism Spectrum Disorder, ASD, uh, which affects the way he communicates, including volume and tone. It also affects his ability to make eye contact and how he physically expresses himself. Although he has a good understanding of language, he has also been diagnosed with selective mutism disorder, uh, which is characterized by his failure to speak in social situations. This disorder was not a matter of choice, despite its title, and was beyond his personal control. The judge, uh, the court heard, and the judge, remember Amanda Yip, Mrs. Justice Amanda Yip said uh, special arrangements have been put in place so that Boy Huai has a fair opportunity to give his evidence. The defendant will give evidence over video link from another room in the court rather than in the witness box, and he will be allowed to type his responses. A court transcriber would type the questions, put them to him, and then Boy Y would type his answers. The jurors were told the answers would appear on their screens and they would also be read into the court record. And final quote by the judge, it will give you the opportunity to assess his evidence in the same way you have assessed all of the evidence. The news is a shit show these days. And we're here to give you a break from the white supremacist media bullshit by bringing you the shitty news so that you can feel less like shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit, pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. So, two headlines... The folks over here at The Guardian have a headline that reads, uh, Boy accused of killing Brianna Gay, admired craftsmanship 
of knife used. And uh, there's a subheading, which is a bit longer, and reads as such. Murder accused, 16, says he saw co-defendant stab girl and denied he was only one strong enough to cut through victim's bone. And over here at the Daily Mail, they don't seem to have the best reputation, but cross-referencing can be done. Uh, the DailyMail.com, their headline, Brianna Gay, schoolgirl accused of stabbing transgender teenager was giddy moments before she murdered her, the court hears. Uh, the Daily Mail published this article at 11.31 on December 13th, that would be today. And uh, the one at the Guardian was 1.12 p.m., also published today. Let's take a look at this uh, Gardicle. That's what we call a Guardian article. It's a Gardicle. That's that's not actually true. So, the boy known as Y uh, told a jury that he saw his uh, female co-defendant stab Brianna with his hunting knife in Warrington Park denying that he was the only one strong enough to cut through her bone before killing Brianna. And he also says she was giddy, which is uh, what we get out of the Daily Mail article as well. Now, Boy Huai gave evidence at his trial on Wednesday, which is today. By typing his answers, we learned that um, the jurors previously watched interviews where Boy Huai gave the police after his arrest, in which he verbally blamed his friend, a 16-year-old known as Girl X, for the frenzied stabbing in the Colketh Park on uh, the February 11th. Now, they remind us in this article about the diagnosis, and they remind us pretty much everything we got from the Manchester News. Uh, we get reminded of from articles of past days. Um, after the killing, the police failures found the knife in Boy Y's bedroom with traces of Brianna's blood and Boy Y's DNA, but no trace of Girl X on the knife. Mm-hmm. Boy Y told the jury he gave the knife to Girl X before they met Brianna on the day of the killing, adding, quote, I didn't think she would try to seriously harm anyone. He claimed he was urinating against a tree in the park when he heard a puncturing sound. You see, hold up. Because I was re-listening, and he said he heard screams in that police deposition. Now, little badass is talking about he heard a puncturing sound. Which the fuck was it? Boy, why are you lying? And so apparently we further learn during the cross-examination by the uh, the lawyer for Girl X, which is kind of ill, like they're actively working against each other to try to send each other to prison for this murder they did together. Pretty ill. Uh, but Girl X's lawyer, uh, Richard Pratt, uh, King's counsel, uh, said, hey, aren't you a very good kickboxer? And uh, boy, why replied only average. So only average. Well, better than Andrew Taint, I guess. Uh, Mr. Pratt, 
the King's Council, uh, further questioned uh, Boy Huai about evidence given by a pathologist who said considerable force must have been used to cut through Brianna's bone and that it needed some strength to do that. So was Girl X stabbing in the back and Boy Huai was stabbing in the front? I wonder. I wonder. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Boy Huai admitted he was stronger than Girl X and also denied stabbing Brianna. And when questioned further by uh, Mr. Uh, Richard Littler KC, the boy described how he went over to Brianna and touched her body, getting blood on his hands before Girl X ran away and he followed her. When questioned what they talked about after the stabbing, Boy Huai typed, quote, Girl X told me to use my saliva to wipe the blood off my hands as she was doing for her face. Mike, I don't know if it's picking up my cat meowing. He is demanding that I pet him and talk at the same time. Chew gum and walk, he says. Thank you, light skin Killmonger, for your input. Now, furthermore. Uh, so, wipe the uh, blood with the saliva off his hands as she was doing for her face. And he says, I had asked her why she stabbed uh, BG, and she responded, she tried to get me to break up with uh, the boyfriend, and that is unforgivable. I guess boyfriend is boy O. We, we really just hit all the variables, just the whole algebra class is in this case. Uh, continuing, when asked uh, how he felt when he got home, boy Y said, quote, I wasn't happy. I would not say I was I wouldn't say sad either from what I perceive sad as I think that I was dazed by the event end quote he did not tell his parents and he said quote I don't tell them about easier topics uh, so it was even more improbable that I was able to tell them what I had seen I assume it is linked to my autism and not being able to express myself clearly end quote the jury has seen hundreds of text messages exchanged between the two defendants. And one of them, uh, Boy Y, said, quote, Girl X had a plan to stab BG, but I did not. Saying further, quote, Because she always talks about murder and nothing happens, end quote. Well, Boy Y began his evidence answering questions about his schooling, saying that he passed eight GCSEs, GCSEs. Let's not even pause and just get what that is because I is B McMurrican. General Certificate of Secondary Education. Got it. Good. Let's go. So he passed eight um, GCSEs after his arrest and was now teaching himself A-level subjects, including biology, chemistry, pure maths, and English literature. He had hoped to study microbiology at university, the jury heard. The trial continues. This is going to keep going. All right? The story will eventually end, but for now, we are in the thick of it. 
All right, that is um, all the freshness that I have on that one for this particular upload. I've got to move over um, to a different program, but I will be linking the other program to the Patreon, to the regular podcast feed, but I have to do one for uh, Swap USA, a Sex Workers Outreach Project on the Ruby Doss trial as well. So that's kind of what the podcasting is at the moment, particularly in this uh, this month of our Lord, December. All right. And then, of course, if you've been tuned in for a while, you know, Wine Cellar Media, I'm all over the place. And if you are in this audience, then for the most part, we share we share similar interest. And that's probably why you're tuned in. Please be as safe as possible wherever you are.